Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And sometimes I feel like I've got the weight of the world, or at least an entire house, right on my back. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, feels good, doesn't it? Uh, it, you know, it, it, it was a nice break last week, especially after all of the hell that I had endured mm-hmm. prior to that. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was just what we needed. Yeah. And what really feels good for me right now, structure. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, like coming yes, back yes. in with the normal intro, the structure. Oh. I mean, or or we can, you know, or. No. We can fuck shit off right off the bat. Just, I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea, Rem. I don't know if my heart could handle it. <laughs> Just immediately wreck shit. That's always an option, John. Like, you know how people say they need a vacation away from their vacation? Uh. My vacation away from my vacation is like getting back to a nice, clean, structured podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I got a big red button right in front of me that just says, fuck shit up. And man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have had that button in front of you for a long, long time. And it, I just call I, me DD because I am wondering, ooh, what does this button do? <laughs> that is that is it's been a while since we had a very specific niche <laughs> reference <laughs> that like perfectly ages us. <laughs> Like, it's been a while, Rem, like, that you've pulled out that niche of a reference. Like, I instantly knew what you were talking about, but I realize our younger audience might not actually know what the fuck you're talking about. They, they might not know that I'm talking about the greatest of all anime, Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> With the great villainous character, Mandark. Uh... I've, al- I've always thought of you as, as a bit of a Mandark shot. <laughs> as... <laughs> I... <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, if you wanted to perfectly age what time period we grew up in, that's the way to do it. So uh, so does this week's anime have a laboratory? Uh, it does not. All right. Um, I, 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 my, my interest has diminished significantly, but I, I will continue <laughs> to listen. The, the interest <laughs> that you established yourself. You can't just get your hopes up. It's like, oh, man, I'm going to a fancy restaurant. I hope there's... I hope there's a dinosaur there, and then hey man, be disappointed when there's not. If I, if I don't get my not. hopes up, I mean, it's not like you will, so... Hey, now, I did good last week, I feel like. I got your hopes up with a good anime that turned out to be just as good as you remembered it being, if not better. <laughs> like, I I just I just wanted some structure and some nice, good-feeling vibes for this week. Uh, whether or not the show we're covering has those is another story entirely. I just, I'm just excited to get back to like a fully structured podcast with organization and like coherence to it. Because once you start talking about like ovipositors in a podcast, I think you're done. I think you're done. <laughs> and I don't even know if that part made it into the final cut. Because <laughs> like I think I said mentioned that like halfway through the Patreon readings. So like most people won't have even heard that part. Yeah. But with that in mind, Remington. Uh, the anime I have for you this week is a 
is probably one of the most interesting cases for this particular sub uh, genre. Well, I say sub genre. Uh, sub licensor is probably the way to phrase it more accurately. Okay. Because Ram, we've covered a few of this particular flavor of show on this uh, podcast before, and universally, you've hated all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yep. We're, we're we're properly returning to normal in that case. Yeah. Uh, if you recall, Rem, there's a little, like, subgroup of anime that are referred to as Crunchyroll Originals. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, and if you look, and I'll, I'll just throw a couple of them your way and see if you can remember them. Uh, the most obvious one that everyone hated was X-Arm. You remember X-Arm? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, that was probably the worst of the ones I showed you. Uh, there was also, um, High Guardian Spice, which, uh... Which I argued, is it good? No. Is it deserving of the ridiculous hate it gets? No chance. Like, it, it gets way more hate than it deserves. Then there was, uh, So I'm a Spider, So What? Oh, I'm a Spider. Oh, wait, no, that one was fine, wasn't it? You were, you said it was okay, except for when it cut to the school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one, it, it's like half of it was interesting, the other half was just trash. Yeah, and then, of course, Tower of God. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was I was a weird one. It was a weird one that made you more confused than anything, honestly. Yeah. You were yeah. you were very confused and frustrated uh by uh the pacing primarily, if I recall correctly. So we've had we've had a by and large a mix, is what I would describe it as. Uh but today, Remington, I'm going to show you uh what is often regarded as the best Crunchyroll original series. Oh. Yeah. Like, universally, I think people have said this one is the best. I mean, there are some people that say uh, Tower of God is really, really good, but uh, I'm not going to piss off the Tower of God fans. Uh, not because I didn't bother reading your manhwa. Sorry, I, I didn't care enough to. I tried to. I mean, couldn't. Uh, apparently, my thoughts on Tower of God were was that it was an okay show that had potential. At least that is according, and this is true, to a, a spreadsheet that's been posted to the Discord of a compilation of my opinion. So, oh wow, wait. So someone... apparently, that's what apparently that's what I thought about Tower of God. I mean, that sounds about right. Uh, and I do remember when I did my research for that one, I did it in a furious frenzy all in one night uh, because it was topical, and I wanted to get that out there. Uh, oh, wow, there is a full-ass spreadsheet of all your opinions up to a certain point. That is... <laughs> it's genuinely super impressive. Most of this is very negative. <laughs> I mean, what, what 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 could you expect? Like, wow. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that is, that is, that is interesting. Um, but yeah, with that, like, so it's, it's a bit of a scale. Uh, but almost universally, everybody who watched this week's show has had a pretty decent opinion about it. They didn't say it was the greatest thing on the face of planet Earth, but they didn't, like, run crying and screaming after watching a handful of episodes of it. Uh, so really, Rem, this'll be a good chance for you to really sink your teeth into what is considered the best of these Crunchyroll originals uh, and decide if they have any hope in them at all, or really just punch some people in the dick if you, if uh, there are some really diehard fans of this series out there. <laughs> well, you know, that is what I'm good at. You're a professional dick puncher, which is impressive considering you are above average height. So it's like, you have to actually put some effort into it. You got to get a bit lower. You gotta yeah, do it li listen, listen. A, a lot of the people in the dick punching community, they have some inbuilt 
uh, th- just the way they were born helps them out, right? Right. Uh, for me, no, it is all hard work. All right, <laughs> it's hard because you got to get a nice lean in there, but you can't do it too obviously, otherwise they'll avoid the dick punch. See, I- I'm a big fan of the sudden squat and jab. <laughs> Ideally, you go in for a hug, right? You're like, ah, and then right as they have their arms nice and wide when you're about six inches away from them, right? You dip right out of their grasp, bam, right in the dick. (laughs) That's how you tore your meniscus, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, It should also be noted, you know, the sport is called dick punching uh, for traditional reasons, Mm -hmm. but like it has moved to be gender neutral. The name, unfortunately, hasn't changed. But I, I, I just don't want to alienate anybody. It is a gender-neutral sport. Yeah, it's a gender-neutral sport. It's just the sentiment, it, like, was deeply rooted in the it, It's how it started. Like, yeah. and like basketball, the, we, don't, we don't use normal-ass baskets anymore now, do we? Like, it's sort of like that. Yeah, but with that in mind, Remington, you probably actually want to know what the fuck we're watching this week. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so, Remington, the show we're going to be watching uh, this week is called uh, Tony Kaku Kawaii. Uh, uh, good old Tony... Don't. <laughs> Haku okay. cute. Tony Hawk is cute. Tony Hawk is cute. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it is a moe anime that it, it's, it's sort of slice of life of, of teenage Tony Hawk learning to fucking shred. And he is admired by his peers because he's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's adorable and he does badass shit. Like that's. No, not like the current Tony Hawk, where he people are like, "Hey, you look a lot like Tony Hawk," and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah, true." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I love that for him. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm assuming I nailed it. Ah, uh, unfortunately not, my bad. Uh, uh, Tony Kaku Kawaii is uh diff like I'm gonna tell you right now, the English title is completely different. No, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, the English title is uh, Tony Kawa over the moon for you. Wait a minute. I, I, the one word I know wasn't in there. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I guess I also knew Tony. <laughs> you, 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 do, you do know Tony. Personally, actually. And Tony Hawk, if you're listening, you can come on the show anytime you want, man. <laughs> Genuinely, Tony Hawk, if you want to watch some anime with us. We, we would be more than willing. There is a skateboarding anime. We can watch it together. Like, Tony Hawk, just... just Get at us. <laughs> we'll we'll gladly set up a, an episode where we talk about skateboarding in an anime. Uh, but uh, there are some other titles. Um, the one that everyone will recognize is Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You, uh, uh, in the English sphere. Uh, but the other alternate titles, which are various translations, is one is just Generally Cute. That's a title. And the okay. other one is... Okay. The other, <laughs> and the other one is Fly Me to the Moon, which... Uh, <laughs> you know all right cool I, i'm gonna so tell you right now this one was a bitch to research like original stuff on because of the various titles <laughs> like it was easier now because it's been out for a little bit but back when i first started watching it, i was like okay wait a minute that's not what i'm looking wait why is it that it, they couldn't settle on a title maybe it had something to do with frank sinatra i don't know uh but i will tell you right now the common theme is uh, is cuteness, romance, and moons. That's that's what we got. That's what we got. So Tony Kawa is just the easiest way for me to remember it. Okay, you know, I, I do, broadly speaking, like those things. You do. You do. Uh, contrary to popular belief. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is a pretty straightforward show. Uh, it's about our main character, uh, Nasa Yuzaki. Okay, yo. 
and uh, he is a uh, very determined uh to be successful, which is you know relatable to uh, yeah. I mean, uh, good, it's good, solid goal. Uh, because he has a slight complex about his name. Uh, because he, I mean, yeah, he was in fact named because of the uh the North American Space Association. You know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, feels like they should have chosen a space related name a little closer to home, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, NASA can technically be a Japanese name, as it's seen here, but it it, it is a wild name to think about in in English. Like, could yeah. you could you imagine walking up in uh like to someone in school and be like, oh uh yeah, and this is my friend uh NASA Johnson, <laughs> which <laughs> might be my new porn name now that I'm thinking about it. Hey there, NASA Johnson. You ready for an experience that's out of this world? My Christ. <laughs> uh, and he, he, he just has a bit of a complex. And because of that complex, he is constantly determined to succeed in every avenue so that when people think of NASA, they think of him rather than, you know, the famous space organization, which is ambitious, to say the least. Uh, yeah. But all of that changes one day when, uh, well, he nearly gets hit by a truck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> as you do. Uh, you he, can't... Gets, he, he just almost gets truck cooned. Uh, but he he saves himself, but then he gets rocket cooned. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, just he, meteor cooned, perhaps. Yeah, he dodges a truck, but immediately gets hit by a rocket. <laughs> that would be the kind of think. tragic comedy that I would be down for. Uh, no, no, no. It's 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 not that simple. Uh, he is about to be hit by a truck, uh, but he is rescued uh, by a uh, mysterious young lady. Ooh. And uh, in the process of thanking her, uh, it's as you might imagine, a star Lost lover scenario happens, and it's a love at first sight type of thing. And uh, essentially, uh, he chases after her uh, after she leaves him after calling an ambulance, and he tries to, uh, he gets her name, and he thinks about her for a while, and a few years later, uh, she shows up on his doorstep. And, uh... And oddly, her name, uh, is, is just Feta for the Food and Drug Administration, because her family was just super in to, uh, to, to healthy, healthy food, making sure that there are checks and balances in, uh, medicine. And that's just the show. It's just about people with weird-ass first names and their relationships. That's it. That's it. Not yeah. even just weird names, just names of, of specifically, uh, American organizations? American organizations, yes. Yeah, yeah. That are either over or underfunded? Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, yeah, no, that's completely fair. That's completely fair. Uh, you th- you think it would make a commentary on it? No, it doesn't really. Nah, no, not at all. Uh, but it, no. it's just how like JoJo's likes names uh, of of rock stars and bands and whatnot. Uh, you know, this show just likes names of American and American departments. <laughs> My favorite arc of this story is when uh, is when the when CIA comes into it and uh really interferes oh, with Oh, such a fucking life. edgelord. Yeah, nah. And they just, they show up, they fuck everything up, right? And 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 then pull, uh, they, they convince everyone that it was already fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, the show we're actually talking about, <laughs> Rem, is uh, <laughs> essentially, essentially what happens after he is beaten and bloodied, because, uh, I mean, he does not get fully murdered by a car, uh, but it still does hit him a bit, you know, as it happens. Yeah. And uh, he runs away from an ambulance to ask for her name and to ask her out. Because if you're running on adrenaline and a beautiful girl saves you, the first thing you're going to do, of course, is ask them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's when you're at your best is when you're, you know, covered in blood and have a major concussion. 
Oh yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's how, how you we... and I met, after all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, surprisingly, uh, this resolve impresses the girl, and she agrees uh, on the condition that they get married in a few years. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't. That's a commitment. It is a commitment. It is a wild commitment. Uh, and the story is of them reuniting and getting married and their relationship as a married couple. What? Don't think about it too hard, Rem. <laughs> don't think about it too hard. I'm just here to tell you. And this is this is what's recognized as the best of the Crunchyroll original. It is the most popular by far and the highest right. rated from what I can see. All right. Well, shit. All yeah, right. no. I Hey, it is regarded as a very cute romance between two people and explores the intricacies of married life at a younger age. Uh and yeah, that is that is the show. And really, Rem, it's up to you to decide if this is one of those things that we gotta we gotta talk about in a serious manner, or if it's like, okay, there are some issues, but maybe this is a okay, cutesy little show with a little bit of romance and a little bit of mystery. Okay. Do you have any other questions, or are you just trying to figure I mean, out how? I, the fuck I have, it got I have a lot of questions, but I I don't think they're ones that you would answer. I think I I would just need to watch it, unfortunately. <laughs> That much is true, and I will say uh, it is getting a second season as well, so clearly it must have done something right. Oh, yeah, of course. Nothing terrible has ever received a second season or a third or a fourth or a fifth. Or a movie. Oh. Don't worry, Rem. This is nowhere near as bad as Sword Art Online. I guarantee it. We'll see. <laughs> so with that in mind, Remington, let's get into it. Let's go watch some uh, Tonikaku Kawaii. Or Tony Kawa, over the moon for you. I love you because cute girl who saved my life. Why do you love me exactly? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of the Crunchyroll original anime, Tony Kaku Kawaii, or Tony Kawa, over the moon for you, or generally cute, or fly me to the moon. You can take your pick. Tony Kawa is Good just the easiest. Tony Hawk kick flips over the moon. I would love that anime personally. <laughs> I I will say, you know, not not enough uh not enough Tony Hawk in in the anime. I figured since he's the titular character, mm. he'd show up more. <laughs> yeah, he, you think and he's the title we, character. We've yet to Yeah, and we've yet to get to him. So <laughs> uh, a little I, bit disappointed. Don't worry, Rem, if you just keep watching. <laughs> just, just keep watching Tony Hawk will come Tony Hawk will come yeah I mean there's a second season on the way as well so like you know there's got to be some some prime Tony Hawk action by the time that comes out uh but the question is Rem well it's not much of a question uh but I have a confession oh okay all right uh my confession are you, are you confessing your love for me <laughs> are you using this episode as an excuse to propose Oh, Rem, you know I don't need an episode of a podcast to do that. <laughs> uh, no, my confession is, is I didn't want to do this anime this week originally. Oh, okay. The biggest reason I wanted to do this anime, because it shares literally one theme with an anime that I'm very excited about that's, that's airing new this season, but there's not enough episodes out, so we weren't able to talk about it this week. <laughs> so I was like, ah, man. I, I've got an itch, and I need to, like, half-scratch it just a little bit, give it a little rub, and see if that helps it a little bit. Uh, and I figured that having uh, 
like one overarching theme plus an interesting uh, concept for an episode would uh, would would satisfy me until we had enough episodes to uh, talk about the anime I actually wanted to talk about. Uh, okay, so a good old second place episode. Yes, yes, this yes, week. yes, yes. Plus, I figured uh, saying that this is the hi- the best reviewed um, Crunchyroll original anime would get the fans of Tower of God uh, all riled up. D- does this mean that our listeners, uh, who I I don't I don't know how obvious what Sean is talking about is, uh, it, it, it depends. Weebs, do you know what he's talking about? Uh, does, does that mean that the one you want to do will, will be soon on the horizon? I would hope so. I would hope so. Uh, the, the thing that I'm debating mostly right now, uh, if you couldn't tell the over the theme that are shared between the two is, uh, marriage is the, is the thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, uh, very, very specific theme, very specific theme. Uh, and that's just one aspect of each of these shows. Uh, but the, the big debate for me right now is waiting because theoretically we could do it next week. Cause then there'll be three episodes out. But part of me is like, ah, but five episodes would be great for this anime. I don't know, man. I think one episode's often enough. So I hard figure. disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> hard disagree. That's never enough. Uh, it's very rare for one episode to really sell. Uh, sell a series because uh, think about it this way Rem if we did uh, one episode for something like I don't know Attack on Titan uh, you would be very hopeful for Attack on Titan <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might form the wrong opinion based on just one episode yep uh, because Attack on Titan has a pretty solid first episode <laughs> let it be known I, I didn't fire the first shot of Attack on Titan this episode that's on Sean this time oh no yeah, nope, I'm, I'm willing to take that. I don't know. I've just been feeling punchy lately. I've been feeling punchy. I've had a few people throw some of my anime opinions at me in emails uh, and accusing me of being wrong on some things, even though I very clearly stated that these are information that we received in emails. You know, just figured I'd throw yeah. that back out there. Throw that back out there because uh, my sources are the emails that people send us. <laughs> Weird how I take our listener base into account and their opinion. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but my saltiness aside, Remington, we're not here to talk about what is and what could be uh, as much as I'd like to. Uh, we're here to talk about Tony Kawa, and I, I just need to know, Rem, uh, do you think this lives up to the expectation of being the best Crunchyroll original enough to that it's probably one of the only ones that is getting a second season? <laughs> well, I mean, once again, Crunchyroll originals aren't too prestigious. No. A category from no. what we have uh, covered uh, doesn't mean that they're all terrible, but you know there there's some that are really, 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 really terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the sliding scale is more of a, a steep cliff, is what I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's a cliff so, of quality. <laughs> uh, however, with with what we have seen, uh, I I think it's actually possible that yeah, this this might just be the best Crunchyroll original. Wow. Uh, and uh, astoundingly, so let, let, me, let me just say right off the bat, the premise is rough <laughs> and sort of bad. The, the, yeah. general, the, the general selling point of this anime, I don't know, it's not great either. Like, first of all, just, hey, guys, don't get married to strangers. Uh, that's especially PSA. To uh, to all of our fans in our home state of Utah. Yeah, uh, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's one that they're not going to listen to. Oh goodness. <laughs> but, but yeah, so so first that much, but then two, um, it 
still like I you're it's basically waiting for it to be explained and then it just seems like it's like no it's just how it's gonna be actually it's like all right it's very much it's very much I've come to see uh hey here's the premise now forget about that and just focus on what these two are doing (laughs) like the premise isn't so much the premise as much of an excuse for them to live their married life yes it's not like Oh wow! So they they got married so quickly, and it's it's just like shut up. Teenagers are married. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's like oh okay, it, it, it's very odd in that way. In fact, in the first episode, I I started thinking because they give this very strange vibe uh towards the girl uh Tsukasa right mm-hmm. uh and and a mysterious odd and somewhat dark vibe around her in the first episode and i was like is this going to be some like super big twist it pretends it's romance but it's actually not type of thing no not at all (laughs) (laughs) it it's just i don't know why they sort of made those decisions (laughs) it, it was a weird tonality that for the most part is dropped after the first episode yes like, first episode it implies a lot of mystery that they're like, yeah, but that's not actually the show. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's delve into exactly what goes on in that first episode. We we open with our protagonist bleeding out in the snow. He's been saved, evidently, by uh, by this girl. Mostly saved. Gives some, yeah, yeah. He gives some exposition about uh, his name. We see that he wants to get into a top school. Uh, and and we see how he got hit by a truck because he was too horny. He was simping, and <laughs> he saw he was walking down the road, right? And he sees an attractive girl, and he's like, "Oh my god, that girl's so fucking cute!" So he runs into the road. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, hey. He gives no care for his safety. He's just like cute girl. I'm lonely. Those are the ingredients. Let's book it. <laughs> um, which also don't approach women that way late at night, all alone. Like that's cr- a little bit creepy. If <laughs> if like we're, if you're just across the street, right, and you're staring at me, and then you book it towards me, no. And then if you just yell, no, I think you're really cute. No, <laughs> fuck away. It's going to trigger the fight or flight reflex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, once again, it's all a little bit stupid here. We we get some, like, there's a metaphor about Princess Kaguya and the bamboo cutter or some shit. It's less so, it's, it, it's like, oh yes, it reminds me of this story. And then I sort of expected them to really get into the story, right? But no, they're mostly just like, ah, yes. I mean, it's a... Like it's it's a popular uh, folktale, a Japanese folktale, and it's been it's been hinted at and touched at in a couple of other anime we've watched. It's very popular to rip off of. Well, it doesn't help me at all. Well, no, uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know, Rem. I feel like your uh, your knowledge of Japanese mythology and folktales and fairy tales and the like are uh, is, is probably not super super in depth, as it turns out. 
I'm only somewhat knowledgeable about the spooky shit. <laughs> and the, uh, and the story uh, of Kaguya is not exactly uh, um, spooky. Not, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a romance. Uh, so, kind of. So, uh, the the driver is like, oh, and, and the girl are like, okay, we're going to call the hospital for NASA. And NASA's like, nah, but I'm still horny, though, even though I'm bleeding out. <laughs> So I'm I'm actually gonna go follow that girl now, and like the drive the truck is like what the fuck oh are, what the what's wrong with you? Uh, well, so... no, Ram, Ram, Ram. I think you misunderstand. It's not horniness. It's pure love at first sight, raw emotion. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure. That a sixteen year old sees. Uh, hot girl. I think he can he, he he can interpret those feelings as love, buddy. <laughs> let me just tell you, there's there's some more going on. All right, there's, I mean, love... there's other ingredients that you aren't able to parse out right now. <laughs> Not gonna make that joke. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so he follows uh, Tsukasa and is like, hey, uh, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Which also, I don't know why she just left him. Also, I don't know. It's really weird. Like, once again, it's to sort of just set her up as more mysterious for no reason. Uh, and she gives uh, him her jacket and is, is like, all right, I'm the just stay here. An ambulance should be here soon. Uh, now I'm once again, I am going to go. And he stands up and he confesses his love for her and asks her out. And she's like, only if you marry me and he's like sure and then he passes the fuck out from blood loss <laughs> yeah yeah because oh and also both of his legs are broken this whole time oh yeah uh adrenaline's a bitch y'all you could do some wild things on adrenaline so just really weird it's i'm still like even as we're discussing this episode i feel like there's something i'm missing here because it so strongly indicates that there's something real weird going on with her. I I will say, without spoiling too much, there is, but arguably right now, that's yeah, not the it, that's not the point yeah, of the story. It, yeah, later it it still implies there's something going on with her, right? But it doesn't seem I don't know how what it points at later has any relevance to this. Like I I <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I can't put those puzzle pieces together. Don't worry. Uh, you won't be able to even if you watch the whole first season. Cool. Awesome. You'll, 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 so, you'll have an inkling. You'll have an inkling and you'll be like, okay, this could happen or it could also just not be this. <laughs> <laughs> and those so are like NASA, the two options. <laughs> NASA, uh, he's in the hospital. He gets discharged. He goes home. Uh, he lives alone because fuck parents, you know? Also, from this point forward, like even though one of the first scenes we saw was him at school, there's no need for any school anymore. Uh, I don't, he works, but I I don't think it's shown us where he works. I don't think we've seen him at work. Uh, he works from home. He he does like online stuff. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. No, because he has to go out. Well, yeah, for he the does. Day. He does have uh, a couple jobs at first, <laughs> but down the line he gets a job from home, if I recall correctly. Like it's look, man. You gotta keep the these two of... together as much as possible, otherwise the anime doesn't happen. You gotta have the two couple be together. You can't have one of them be at work most of the time, the other one be by themselves. I... 
Like, come on, my dude. Just just a lot of confusing things. Uh, Then Tsukasa shows up and uh, is like, hey, here's the marriage registration, right? And they sign it, go to the ward office, get it all official. Congratulations, they're officially married. Uh, And then they hold hands and there's this really awkward conversation that uses the phrase, and I really don't like this phrase that they continue to use. Mm-hmm. All you can grab like a buffet. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Well, that, you don't like the idea of a grabbing buffet? <laughs> I do not think that many women would take the description of all you can grab as a compliment. <laughs> I don't think that that's how that would go. I'll put it that way. Uh, anyway. Uh, they they chat on the way to NASA's place, and eventually it's it's revealed. Ah, shit! But NASA only has one bed. What are they gonna? And it's it's a real small bed, so they need to figure some stuff out. And that's episode one. A real weird first episode, and not a great first episode. <laughs> what, Ram? It, what? It's it. It's not like they tried to throw several different concepts to you at once in a very convoluted and ham-fisted manner, like, in a 23-minute period. I, I Like, the first episode is, if, if someone was given the plot summary of what the first episode should be, right? Right. But they had no idea the genre. That's sort of what it feels like. Because all of the events, it's like, more or less, uh, okay, I generally understand, but all of the execution... A little bit off, a little bit weird. Uh, fortunately, it improves from episode two onward because now they're much more upfront about what it is. It's a a show I would say about married life, but it here's here's the thing about Tonikawa, right? Right. Tonikawa is not, in fact, a story about married life. It is not really a story of married teenagers. It is almost entirely just a story about young love right that's it uh and and that's obviously a uh, less specific and thus less marketable uh because yeah there's young love everywhere uh in that, fact you'd that... say that half of the uh anime we cover is based on that alone and even yeah. some of the anime we that don't like specifically delve into it as a main thing it's like hey but there's also shipping type of thing but, but here's the weird thing about tony kawa all right Ignoring the fact that they are married. (laughs) (laughs) Ignoring that little fact. They have one of the most authentic and healthy young relationship dynamics that we've covered. (laughs) Rem, you you sound so conflicted saying that. (laughs) Well, yes, because once again, they marry immediately after seeing each other. So that's a, a big, like, that's not what you want to do. But ignoring that, which the show sort of does, because the show thus far, like, don't get me wrong, people are going to be like, what do you mean it ignores it? They say, like, every third line is a comment on how they're married, right? But I I sort of feel like that their marriage is an excuse for them to be more upfront about their feelings and emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So often we, we see anime and romance anime, and it's all about the chase. And, with all due respect, almost all of that is trash. <laughs> Not because a, a romantic chase can't be interesting, they can be, but because it's filled with all of the same tropes and bullshit and toxic nonsense 
that we've already seen a billion times. Like, for every reason, it's bad. So, being able to just skip that and be like, yeah, no, we're, we have characters that they are open and aware that they like each other. They know that the other one likes them. But they're still wanting to make a good first impression. It's still early on. So they're still navigating those early relationship things. Uh, it, it like allows them, instead of to be fueled by almost uh, just a sense of shame, instead of shame, it's embarrassment, right? Um, it, instead of distant desire, they can be properly flirtatious with one another. It just feels a lot more realistic, which is not what I expected to describe this relationship <laughs> as. It, it's very, it's very odd to me, uh, but very, quite good. Uh, so episode two, NASA is worried about the beds, but uh, Tsukasa arrives and we learn she doesn't have a place to stay. And at one point, NASA's like, hey, so why, why are, why are we married though? <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, well, it's because we love each other, dumbass. And he's like, all right, cool. yes, all right. However, <laughs> why I I love you because cute girl who saved my life. Why do you love me exactly? Which is a fair question. That's a fair question to ask. I think it is a fair question, and she ignores the question. Uh, she's just like, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, which makes it feel like is there some weird like stalker thing going on? But then we later learn. All right, let me try to work these puzzle pieces together. All right. All right. And I'll, I'll come to a firm conclusion, all right? 100% locked-in prediction. Okay, wow. this it's, bold. it's been a while since you've had a bold prediction. Let's hear it. So, we later learn that Tsukasa, she comes from a rich household, right. right? And I specifically say household rather than family, because that's still a little bit ambiguous and nebulous. Right. Um, she comes from a very rich household that she left. And in that household, one of her prized objects that she had was a moon rock. Yes. All right. Uh, it It's also very vaguely alluded that she has somewhere she wants to go. This combined with the moon rock, it seems, if you're, if you're grounded, you think, okay, she wants to, like, maybe visit, like, NASA headquarters or something, right? She, she wants to visit a space center. If you're a little bit more out there, <laughs> maybe she wants to visit space or the goddamn moon itself. <laughs> then... You got a boy named NASA. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Well, that's it. Full stop. That's the connection. That's the connection. But here's my prediction. Okay. Right? Where does she want to go to, Sean? Oh, Reb, don't say it. She wants to go home, Sean. She wants to phone home. That's right. Tsukasa is E.T. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to make a joke about how the only space she wants to explore is NASA. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's much better. My alien theory. I could, I could work with alien theory. No, no. <laughs> obviously, is she interested in NASA's shuttle, however? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but, official guess, she is literally E.T. No, I am not. The prediction is not she is an alien, all right? She's literally E.T. Uh, e. from she, the hit Steven yes. Spielberg movie, E.T. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> she is a little shriveled up alien who has like some very rough English skills and a glowing finger. Well, yeah, it turns out the rough English skills should have been speaking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> did anybody, did anybody try to go to ET and speak to it in Japanese? I don't think so. Uh, so, so, <laughs> locked in guess. <laughs> and so, yeah, she wants to phone home. That is... That is that is official locked in prediction. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll 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 just I'll come clean for you right now, Remington. I'm not going to spoil the show or anything. Uh, but that bit of that bit of information is all you're getting for the rest of the season. What the fuck? So yeah, no, so you can keep that <laughs> prediction. You can you can lock in that prediction. Uh, so uh, as far as we know, maybe that'll be answered in season two, or maybe it's already been answered in the manga. I don't know. I kept myself purposefully ignorant for this one because I wanted to see you make that connection. And mm, that's oof. trash. What the fuck? <laughs> but it's why set it up as one of the pivotal questions of the season if you will not answer it in this season? It's a pivotal question of the whole series, Ram, aside from the fact that we just want to watch the cute couple do cute couple things. And try and figure out how to be in a relationship. That's what we're here for. The space, like the idea of space and moons and rocks. That's that's just ten, that's just that's just set dressing, Rem. What we want is the cute married couple. That's what we want. <laughs> but then what? If don't get me wrong. Once I think the married couple bits, they're the worthwhile bits. Yes. So why the fuck have they added a bunch of extraneous mystery nonsense that they're not going to follow through with properly? Oh, they will. They will. I'm sure they will. Uh, Just, you know, first season, cute couple stuff with little bits of mystery thrown in here and there. And I'll be honest, maybe there were some more little hints dropped throughout the rest of the series, but I'll tell you right now, when I was doing my research, anytime space gets mentioned or love of rocks or anything like that, I kind of, my mind glazed over a little bit and I was just thinking... Hmm. Wonder if they're gonna kiss sometime soon. <laughs> because I love trashy, I love romance stories too much, and that's what I'm here for. And I think that's what everybody is here for. Sure, sure. So uh, to to continue, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, they they go bed shopping, buy some necessities, uh, and get get another bed. There's an awkward moment where NASA is, like, just hanging over her as she's sleeping, being like, I could kiss her right now. And then wisely decides not to, because he's being a little bit of a weirdo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Being a little bit of a creep. Yeah. Uh, but the, there's some sleepwalking nonsense, uh, and then it's morning. Uh, pr pr pretty straightforward. Uh, then we get to episode three, uh, where they have breakfast together. But NASA, he, he only has the most scientific of a diet basically he has a hot pot every single meal he he just puts the same ingredients in every time there you go perfectly balanced as and all things is like yeah Tsukasa's like nah that's bullshit let me make you something and she's the best chef in the world so yeah or uh, they go to the other world perhaps dylan could could you Whenever you find it appropriate, can can you just add? I, I think it's the X Files sound. To the it. X Files sound. What's that? I I think is, is it what I'm talking. If listening. it's the sound you just did, that was the Twilight sound. No, I, no, okay, but the one I want him. I I know that the one I did was was Twilight sound. The one I want him to add is the X Files sound. 
Which is what I was thinking it was. Like, I know... See, I, as a cultured individual, <laughs> know what you're talking about. But I hate to break it to you, Rem, our audience skews young. They shouldn't. <laughs> but they skew young. Some of them are going to have no idea what you're this, talking about. I just want this to be like an over-dramatic pseudo-documentary now. Tsukasa, a seemingly young girl on the planet Earth, immediately marrying NASA, but what if I told you... She was an extraterrestrial. And then, boom, X-Files right there. Except then uh, we would definitely get hit for it with a copyright strike at that point. <laughs> Look, if the Inception Bois noise is copywritten, I feel like the X-Files, like, little stinger definitely is. Hey, man, copyright is but a word. It's a word uh, that we have to <laughs> adhere to, Rem. Otherwise, we get shut down. <laughs> I don't want to get so, shut down by the X-Files people. I'd lose my nerd cred if I did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so episode three, uh, continuing on, uh, they go to a bathhouse together where they meet, uh, let's see, what the fuck is her name? Kaname. Uh, Kaname is a little bit younger than our protagonists, and also, uh, she's, she helps around the bathhouse and she's all in on, like, dirty jokes. She's close friends with NASA, and she's surprised to hear about the marriage. Uh, she gives him a lot of shit, the fact that there's no ring or ceremony or proposal. Right. Uh, they end up bathing where uh, there there's some stuff going on between the owner's daughter and Tsukasa and the owner's daughter. Uh, uh, I can't remember. She's like interested a little bit in NASA, I think, or something yes, like that. The older daughter specifically. You can't just say the daughter and then the daughter. That doesn't really that doesn't uh, really make it clear. Aya is her name. Or, Aya. Hey, there we go. Uh, anyway, there's some nice shenanigans in the bathhouse. Um, some some silliness going on, and it's not the normal like anime bathhouse shenanigans. That's just excuse for fan service and horny bait. Yeah, I mean, there's like a tiny bit of that, but much less. It's yeah, no, it, it's, it's not. The, it's not the purpose. The purpose is for the goofs. Yeah. Yep, and and the episode ends uh with uh N NASA unknowingly says a lot of very favorable things about Aya, right? And Tsukasa is like, so do you do you think she's like attractive and nasa's like oh yeah all the guys are super into her oh my god she's attractive uh which tsukasa is obviously doesn't love that <laughs> uh yeah and, and so she she acts a little distant nasa thinks the problem back to what kaname had told him is that they haven't had like a ceremony and then they see a, a church in a ceremony right and he's like oh that's what this is all about and she's like, I just want to be seen as pretty. And he's like, of course, she needs the dress. And he's like, all right, you know what? I'll go handle that. I'll be right back. Here's the keys to the apartment. I'll see you soon. And she's like, what? You can just tell me I'm pretty. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, hey, so this is what we call a low wisdom score. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, it should be noted that in the bathhouse, there were some bathing fish people. Um... So that's a thing. Don't worry about it. Don't really know. Don't know what's up with them. They're vaguely reminiscent of the bathhouse ducks of Ghibli <laughs> that I love so much. Mm. God, I love those bathhouse ducks. <laughs> uh, and really, me mentioning the fish people, just an excuse to talk about the bathhouse ducks. I, I see. I I've, I've seen through your ploy. <laughs> Congratulations. You have successfully executed the, the uh, uh, bathhouse duck conversation that we haven't had in months. At least. <laughs> I looked up a picture. 
Stop looking up pictures of cute things. You can't podcast when you're having a Moe reaction. <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> and so are you if you don't keep continuing the podcast. All right. So uh, episode four. Oh, we also see a mysterious rich girl. Episode four. We, we get to see the perspective of Tsukasa, uh, who up till now has been like this sort of mysterious entity. So episode four, it's like, oh, no, she's mostly just a normal girl, actually. Uh, she's home alone. And so she wants to like clean or do something. Uh, but nothing is working out. Uh, eventually, the rich girl that we saw in the last episode, she arrives. So it th- thankfully, they're not making us wait a billion episodes. They're like, no, we foreshadowed it. Now here it is. Yes. Which uh, I in this case, I can appreciate Uh and, and so Rich Girl arrives and talks about how the great-grandma is worried, uh, but she's just sent away. Tsukasa's not interested in talking with her. Uh, NASA finds the Rich Girl uh, just crying. He comforts her, right? Helps her out. It's like, oh, it, it's unfortunate the scenario you're describing. Then Tsukasa uh, comes out and sees what's going on, and the the Rich Girl, uh, say is like, motherfucker you tried to help me and give me advice but you're you're the one i'm worried about and basically the rich girl is also in love with tsukasa right uh she's also in love with her and very jealous of nasa uh so chidase does the only reasonable thing after uh, nasa de-escalates like a champ right uh and chidase is like all right then i shall kidnap nasa so she does (laughs) uh then she attempts to create false blackmail in a somewhat weird scene with adult maids who are much too willing to present themselves sexually to a child. Um, but then we get into like the whole moon rock thing. Wow. There's a moon rock. They temporarily fuck it up. There's a nice scene where one of the maids just has a huge buster sword, uh, and, and tries to kick ass with it. They fix the display. We, we learned a little bit of backstory though. Also just a little bit of nebulous bullshit. They take a uh, uh, incriminating photo and use Photoshop to spice it up. Tsukasa finds them, sees what's going on. They show the incriminating photo, and Tsukasa's pissed. She's like, "This bullshit. Let's get out of here." Uh, but she's not actually pissed. She just wanted to get out of there. Uh, and so they escape through a secret passage that Chidase doesn't know about, and it's a gigantic passage that leads into a, a beautiful heavenly church. That then, uh, then NASA proposes, and they kiss. So. It's a bit of a wild episode, but despite a lot happening, it was surprisingly decently paced. <laughs> Rem, you sound so conflicted with each episode synopsis. Like, you want to say, like, something scathing and painful and hateful, but you're just, like, you're having a hard time finding anything rough to say about it. <laughs> it, it is a surprisingly fine show, uh, despite all indications leading to it should be trash. It should be trash. Right. Uh, and it's a little bit trash, but it's mostly just a surprisingly good show. Uh, episode five, finally, uh, they don't have a TV and they disagree with, about that because Tsukasa loves TV. Uh, then they have a chat about uh, rings and the difference between wedding rings, engagement rings, etc., etc. Uh, they they chat about that and Tsukasa's like, it's really not super important. Uh, but Nasa's like, but but maybe it is, though. Maybe it's really important. So they go ring shopping, and eventually, after Tsukasa sees, okay, it is important to him, but also he needs to recognize that the price is the least important part of it, right? <laughs> it's serving as a nice little reminder of our love. That That's totally fine, but within reason. So they get uh, some nice cheap rings, 
And they're very happy about it. They're very pleased. Uh, and as a general note, also, diamond rings, super overrated. Oh, yeah, no, I, was, I, was um, I was waiting for you to finish so I could jump in with that exact same thing, Ram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, just don't do it. No. Uh, one, like, hey, uh, don't support an industry of literal slaves. But then two, uh, it, it, it's artificially inflated, artificially inflated value. Uh, we can make diamonds, y'all. We can make them. It's yeah. It's not a. It's not a. Like, and 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 the ones we make, like, don't let people be like, oh, artificial diamonds, but they're not the real thing. For all for for all intents and purposes, all right. For your your dumb human eyes, they are all right. For your dumb stupid human eyes, you can get they away are. with cubic zirconia because I mean, to me, that looks like a diamond. That looks. <laughs> it's like you're gonna be fine. Like if you really want a ring with a shiny rock in it, that works. Uh, that being said, Sean, when you propose, I expect I expect a a, a thick rock. On that ring. All right, it's probably going to be granite, but I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thickest yeah. rock I have access to. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Tony Kawa, weird premise. Some like it sounds. It sounds like it should be as trash as every other thing adjacent to it, right? Right. But surprisingly mature. The characters they communicate well with one another and maturely. And it's like, even when they have disagreements, it doesn't cause really stupid fights. It just causes them to be like, hey, let's talk about it. Oh, I think this is the root of the issue. Oh, I'm a little bit embarrassed right now. Oh, I'm a little flirty right now. Blah, blah, blah. It's the closest to a normal human relationship that we've seen in a very long time. <laughs> so... I guess the final verdict from you is, is this the best Crunchyroll original that we've seen so far? Uh, probably. Probably, yeah. Like, the only other one that we've seen thus far that I could think some people might say is Tower of God, if you're into getting a little bit crazy and weird with it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But just from a equality point of view, like, yeah, pro probably. Fantastic. Uh, I can't wait for people to go back and listen to our Tower of God episode and be like, Bill Remington, you said this about Tower of God and how it made you angry. And then I, people have got to realize, hey, y'all, we've been doing a lot of anime lately. Yeah, first of all, we've been doing a lot of anime. Second of all, it, it, this is not me saying, like, Tower of God is is so good. It's saying I could see the argument. I, out of all the ones we've seen, I think that's the only other one I could see an argument for, right? Uh... And it's because it's so different, whereas all of the others are similar enough that they can be judged by similar criteria. Oh, fantastic, Ram. Isn't it? See, I'm not always out to get you when it comes to anime. I sometimes have nice things in store, and it's just that sometimes the premise of them are so weird and hard to explain that even I struggle to present it in a way that will make you interested. Well, I, I, I will say I, I was very skeptical. But it, the the show proved me wrong. And that just makes me feel so much better because the next time we hear Crunchyroll original, you just know it's going to be a winner, don't, don't you think, Red? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on, based on past examples and what we have to go forward, I think it'll be a winner. Uh, oh, but the question God. is, Ren, do you have a, any guesses as to what the mouse score for this one is? Uh, let's see. People saying it's the best but it still is a crunchy roll original like i let me be clear it's good from my perspective this isn't like a super special show the only thing it has that's sort of unique about it is that it has 
a more authentic relationship. But also, I don't think the weebs care about that as much as I do. <laughs> I don't think they care about, like, how human relationships function as much as I do. So, like, the thing I wait most heavily, I think the weebs almost wait, like, the least heavily when it comes to this. Mm. Um, I think, let, let's, uh, let's call it an eight. Really? I think the weebs rated right. it an eight. Pretty solid guess. Pretty solid guess. And I'd, I'd probably give it a, a 6.5. Uh, maybe a seven, uh, which once again, for me, that's pretty damn good. That is very good uh, for you, Rem, because you rate it on a normal scale, unlike Weebs. Yes, <laughs> yes. Five is true neutral for me, I will remind you all. So 6.5 to seven, that that's solid good range. <laughs> it's a positive review, all. You don't have to keep sending us angry uh, emails every time a 6.5 is mentioned on your favorite show. Trust me. Like, it's not a 10 out of 10. How dare you? It's like, I... Nothing is a 10 out of 10, y'all. Nothing yeah, is a 10 out the, of 10. Yeah, I think the highest I've gone is like 9.5 that might round up to a 10 out of 10. And I think I've done that once, maybe twice. Exactly. And like, y'all, if you're rating everything 10 out of 10, you got to really re-examine what makes something <laughs> yeah. a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm not asking for like pure uh, critical, cynical thought. I'm just asking for a little bit of, like, introspective and self-like. Yeah, it's, it's like, I, I don't need a perfect bell curve, y'all, but yeah. if if it is just, if, if it's just all to the right uh, or all to the very left, right, if it's just a valley, well, you need to calm down. <laughs> There's it, Things are more than black and white. Like, my favorite example is, uh, slight tangent. Uh, One Piece dropped one of the most exciting, like, animated episodes it's ever had, and everybody's excited about it uh and it was really good and really exciting and everybody is like oh man one piece is a 10 out of 10 anime and then i feel the need to remind them that there was a solid like eight to ten years where it was one of the worst animated things on the face of the planet so <laughs> and that's coming from a one piece fan so don't don't at me on that uh but with the so yeah something people also struggle with is like sometimes there's 10 out of 10 episodes i can accept that sometimes there are perfect or at least near perfect episodes of something which contributes to, like, the show's overall quality, obviously. But it is not entirely determined by that. A, a show is not entirely determined by a single one of its episodes. Usually. Uh, there's some... <laughs> Listen, no, no episode can singularly make a whole show 10 out of 10. But I think that one episode could potentially make it, like, a 1 or a 2 out of 10. Oh, easily. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I think... I think one really, really, really bad episode could tank a show. I mean, we all know how Usagi Drop ended. Oh, what? What the fuck was Usagi Drop? It was the father-daughter anime that you really enjoyed until I told you the ending of it. Oh, no! Gotta keep that memory fresh, buddy. <laughs> no! <laughs> but you said an eight uh, on Mal. You're pretty close. Uh, with uh, 325,000 ratings, uh, Tonikaku Kawaii is sitting nice and pretty at 7.92. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got it mostly correct, but now I'm still just re-traumatized by Usagi Drop. Yep, don't worry. We'll never revisit it, which is why I told you the ending in the first place, because it's it's cultural. You needed to know. I'm sorry, but you needed to know. Uh, because if I have to go into every father-daughter anime <laughs> with hell. fear in the back of my mind, you do too. Uh, God damn it. Uh, speaking of which, there's a new one this season, and the fear in the back of my mind is so powerful. <laughs> I'm like, the first episode seems like it has some promise. But I won't know till the end, and I refuse to give my opinion on it until the end. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, any chance you'd want to go and watch some more uh, Tony Kawa with me, Rem? Uh, see, I mean, passively, yes, but not super actively. 
Because while I've enjoyed what it has given me thus far, I also, it's not like a priority to watch more. It feels like one of those shows that, like, I feel like I you understand what's going on and what's uh, happening. A- asterisk weird love of space like that's the weird that's the asterisk right there that's a that's the question for later that you may want to find out about (laughs) it's just whether or not we come back and revisit it is the tricky question yeah and and i'll I'll say like if it happens to be on yeah sure why not but you're not gonna seek it out yeah probably not fair enough so with that in mind thank you all so much for joining us uh if you enjoyed remington actually being surprised by a really fucked concept uh, then please head on over to where you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if you'd like to support us more directly than that, we do have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where myself, Remington, and Dylan occasionally play video games very poorly. But if that's not enough for you and you'd like to support us even more directly, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud on the podcast. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? Well, as always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who save us from being truck-cooned before throwing us right back in the road. And on that list, we have Alex, Zionist Demon School of Law and Home Defense for Home Rule, Xanax, you crazy bastards did it. I made it to finals week and will graduate in May. I truly have the power of God and anime on my side. Yant the Mailman. Yandere Neko. You hear? Why Shon? Why Sean? What are you doing, Step Sean? White Swords has two Sword Art Online Alicization sets. Too many. Uh, the SAO episode made me forget to make new set announcements. Uh, walk me home gently. Wacky Hypotheticals. Yuliana. Trenton Farrell. Totally God. To Rem's girl, the tongue-punching thing is to just make him uncomfortable. Do, don't read the next part. Rem, just tell me when and where. Uh, Titan <laughs> CNH, Tim Westy, The Susanator, that film guy. That was the worst throw ever of all time. Tetsuo 13, silent secondary. Sean, can I tickle you? Shaft is producing a Ruby adaptation, so my Yang cosplay will be relevant again. School days and clan ed for the feels. Salty Pretzel, run, she's a ghost and a bitch. Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams, Rem is a bland bitch Sundere protagonist, Remington Merrill, no waifu, no waifu, Nick Harvey, Nando the Mando, my afro ate my dog, Mr. Marshmallow Man, Mike the Mutilator, Mikeka 7 Hierto, uh, Mexican Gone Freaks, Matthew Drum says Sean's a bitch, Matt O2Max, Lukey O, Kazum Rocco, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Just a Traveler, Julian Garcia, Jax, Jam Hands, it's Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Let's watch some etchy BS. I, Remington, redact my statements on Toradora. Also, hey, Dylan, wanna fuck uwu? I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I, Remington, Joey Moe, Lolly Girls. I guess you're on Keter duty. Hunter Davies? Hey, you, slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. They give me head like a Rem in bed. Do a moan. Hey, everyone, come check out my new podcast, Anime Talk with Rem, where I, Remington Chase, finally admit that I'm a massive wee. Uh, helium nitrogen, tantalomalidine, Wait, tantalum iodine. Now look at the periodic table. It's rare when a Patreon name makes you so curious that you're actually going to follow through with what they say. I mean, it feels necessary. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. I, I see I see what you have done. What they get you with? I see what, uh, you got to look it up yourself, I... bastard. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Damn it. I have to go to Patreon to actually pull it up. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Glenn Michael Dolan, fuck of love, Foxen Boy. First we had Linus Weenus, then Biggest Dickus, and now we present Deletus Fetus, brought to you by Gugus Skagus. Finally got my husband to admit that uh, boy love anime has a cute romance story, now to make him watch 
Dakachi and ruined that thought. Uh, Farmer Weeb's bad pickup line of the week. If I flip this coin, what are the chances of me getting head? Uh, Fantide, Extreme Cobra, Epic Amy, Dylan's voice, Rem's charisma, and Sean's culture would make the perfect man. Now to lure you guys into my fusion chamber. Dylan's masculine meow is now my new notification. <laughs> Dramatic T, data type, Dark Swarm 713. Daddy Dylan's yogurt doesn't taste yummy at all. Creed 13, Shy 900, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the house. By the way, what are you doing here? Onisama asks Misaka, beginning her interrogation. Brockhard for Geodudes. Bovril, it's beef juice you drink on purpose. Uh, Big Blue Bear Boy. Audio glitch, aerial bird. Anyone who defends Redo of a healer belongs on a government watch list. Yeah. <laughs> Elise Howard, AJ Honey, and Adam McLaughlin. Thank you all so much. And now we move on across the pond over to uh, the lovely wizarding school where we get to our boy wizards. I will and say, I will say, case, Rob, I love how you agreed with the person uh, who suggested the watch list, even though you don't really know what Redo of Healer is about. I, 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 it's a, it's a horny one, isn't it? It's, it's put simply, yes. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it when we're not on the podcast because uh, we're never covering it. I'm just going to reiterate that every time people ask for it, it's not happening. It's not fucking happening. No, yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel like at some point or another, you've told me. I haven't told something you something along those lines. Everything. You haven't told me. Yeah, you haven't told it. me details, but like in my subconscious, I know, I, I know that it's real trashy. Uh, but all of our boy wizards are going to get a random, uh, Star Trek character, uh, because space. Uh, and truly, there's so many options, and I don't know any of them. So you're, yeah, it's truly, will you get a main character? Will you get a rando? Who knows? <laughs> uh, so we start with, warning, you're 799 episodes away. Uh, you get Linus. Uh, Vincent Calabrese, you get Gowron. Team Dulu has annexed Capital Reef National Park, and Ice Age declared it's the best place to view the stars. Hashtag Team Dulu Utah Invasion. Uh, you are going to get Daniels. Stick meat gets female changeling. <laughs> what a character. Uh, Silicon Spectre, Travis Mayweather, Rivas, you get Narek. Please do. Oh, I, no, I totally skipped multiple. Uh, Nicely Rika done, Ram. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Rika is the best waifu. You are going to get Tom Paris. Return to Sender, you get Rolaren. Rat Visa, the Finnish, and the one who summoned seven heroes from across Earth's history, you get. Charles Tucker, Pocket Gamer 513, Icheb, please do Angel Beats, please. You get Erica Hernandez, PL Mare, you are going to get Data. Uh, OMG, really, can you not read? Clearly you can, because you just read it. How do we keep this on the down low if you act so carelessly? And the you get uh, Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> All right. I'll be, I'll sure. be real honest with you, Rem. I already forgot what the theme of this list was. <laughs> uh, it, it's Star Trek characters. Oh, oh. That's right. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Momo the Griff, you get Arium. Mike wants an Overlord review. You get Jonathan Archer. Miguel Dalion, you're going to get Janice Ran. Maitawa says, if you ever review Monogatari series, I insist on three arcs rule. You get Quark. Mm. Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid, says, you must be a light switch because every time I see you, you turn me on. Uh, you get Q. I'm not sorry for forgetting to change my name for so long, and goodbye for now I shall return, Lord Brockdoof. Uh, you get Spock. Hey, I know that one. <laughs> you do. Congratulations. Uh, Which Spock, though? I don't know, man. You gotta be specific, man. There's, there's more than one Spock. It just says Spock. <laughs> <laughs> I rem want everyone to know that I suck and that I'm a girl and I like ribbons in my hair and that I kiss all the boys. Uh, you get Worf. Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get Zaban. 
Hey kids, so let's get into Abyss. Fetch, you get Saru. Harrison, you're gonna get Nerissa Rizzo. Go ahead, call the cops. It won't unvirgin the olive oil. Uh, you get Molly O'Brien. Gay as fuck without the fuck because I'm ace wants to revisit to Yuri on Ice and a banana fish episode. You're going to get Nog. Uh, Fisherman from Norway, you get Leonard McCoy. Demon Ray 13, Raffi Musiker. Beethoven 1201, aka Koei Izumi, you're going to get Neelix. Anime Girl, you're going to get Kern. And Choi 4, you get Sonia Gomez. All Father's Curse Fact of the Week, I'm running out of cursed facts. Dylan, put one in for me, please. Carmine, one of the most popular forms of red pigment used in food colorings, is made from crushed up insects. <laughs> you get... Forcing our editor to do more work. <laughs> yeah. You get Hugh Colbert. Aaron Hegland, you're going to get Christine Chapel. And last but not least, two sections. I have to show you my Rule 34 review. It's my favorite of my many folders. You get... Reginald Barkley. So there you go, all of your characters, and we might move on to the highest of all the most esteemed things to our inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier. Uh, and for you guys, you, you know, let, we're, we're going to keep going with, we're going to give you life advice in the theme of classic sci-fi movie quotes. Oh, dear. As Joey Wheeler. Oh, dear. Uh, we're going to alternate. So, Sean, I hope you're ready to pull up some movie quotes. I'll go first. Sci-fi movie you... quotes? Oh, God, don't put me on the spot like that. Hold on. Yep. Uh, so, we start with X Boosh. And to you, the life advice I have, No, strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you, just like your father. Uh, so, so there, there you go, you know, uh, if at first we don't succeed, I think that's basically the moral there. Um, then we got the redneck weeb returns thanks to moonshine and jiggle physics. Uh, what do you have for them, Sean? Let's see. <laughs> I can't help but think in somewhere in the universe there has to be something better than man. Has to be. Perfect. Uh, next up we have, Sean, we should watch Helsinga Bridge next week. You get... Don't forget, I'm half human, so that 50% of me that's stupid, that's 100% you! That's, that's from that's from Avengers. Oh yeah, it is. You've never seen it. Uh, next up, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Uh, next up, we have Magic Ice Ball. Uh, you get, this quote list really sucks, by the way. I'm just, I get think we're looking one. at the same quote list, and it really sucks. <laughs> like, like, some of these quotes are like, yeah, those are, that is a sci-fi thing, but that is not a good sci-fi thing. I'm finding a different list. Hold on. Oh, no. Those are just quotes that have the phrase science fiction in it. No! <laughs> Hold on. John, I need something. You need something. M Magic Ice Ball's waiting. <laughs> Not long, because our editor is uh, patient and loving and we and is tolerant of our uh, unfortunates. Uh, unfortunates? What? Uh, our unfortunate... Misfortune. Yes, our misfortune. What? Yes. There you go. That's what you're trying to say. I think it is. Yes. Uh. Okay. You know what? Fuck this. Star Trek quotes. <laughs> Make it easy. Don't need to struggle. All right. Improve a mechanical device and you may double productivity, but improve man, you gain a thousandfold. Uh, that's a that's con. I I I I I don't know if the math is correct on that one. Well, no, it was con. No. Like. Yeah. Fuck con. Am I right, well, fellas? I mean, some uh, people want so... to, especially after he was played by uh, a Battlefield Counter-Strike. <laughs> Next up, we go to Logan Young. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. So so there you go. Um, Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. But yeah. Not not everyone can do it for you, Logan. Sometimes you're going to have to do it yourself, and you're capable. 
Wait, no. Did I... Next up, did I... we have my dear old mom. Uh, <laughs> things are only impossible until they're not. That, I mean, that's that's a dumb quote. <laughs> It's not one of uh, it's not one of Captain Picard's winners. I'll say. I mean, it's technically <laughs> true, but it's not one of his winners. Uh, next, we have Coral Empire. You said science was about admitting what we don't know. That one's from Interstellar. Mm. Blood cell, not the white one. Uh, you get change is the essential process of all existence. Uh, you can guess who said that one. Spot. <laughs> next up, we have. Black Cell, not the white one. Didn't repeat myself. They're just two separate people that are fucking with me. Um, <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I one million percent gaslit myself. But now, like, it, seeing them in the same room, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, it's like... Batman is Bruce Wayne. What? <laughs> it, it's, it's been so, it fucked with me hardcore. Uh, Marty, what in the name of Sir Isaac H. Newton happened here? Okay, yeah, see, like, that 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 quote is what got me off of the other list, because I think of all, <laughs> of all of the Doc Brown Back to the Future quotes you could put on a list, that's the one you go with. Even a fucking simple, great Scott, would have been better. Well, get fucked. Ashley and Andrew Poe. Uh, it is possible to commit no errors and still lose. That is not a weakness, that is life. Uh, that's, uh, one of, uh, Captain Picard's better lines. <laughs> a pearl necklace would look really nice on you. Oh. Uh, oh. I, uh, it feels like there's something I'm missing. Uh, uh um, that's, that's, uh, what film is that from? I, I, I don't know. No? You don't? You don't? Pearl, pearl necklace. I, I, do you understand the slang meaning of a pearl necklace, right? Like, it may have been said in genuine in whatever film it was, but it definitely does not mean the same thing it does uh, whenever that was said. I see. I see. All right. Yeah. I I, uh, I understand. I, I, I interpreted it in earnest. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I wish I could. I, I wish I could interpret that in earnest. No, but you live with Dylan, as, as we all know. Yeah. That's his favorite. <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway, you get it. The universe is big, it's vast and complicated and ridiculous, and sometimes, very rarely, impossible things just happen, and we call them miracles. That's Doctor Who right there. That is. And last but not least, going above and beyond, we got Dylan Hayden. And you get, uh, one of the best, uh, Star Trek quotes. Can! <laughs> that's the, my, <laughs> that's the best con I can do as Joey oh. Fuller. Fuck. It's so cursed. Holy it's shit. so cursed. Oh my! I'm so so sorry, Mr. Hayden. I am too. Uh, we love you very much. <laughs> if you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto Anime Out of Context at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very much. And as always, uh, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> Don't approach women. Oh man, One Piece is one of the worst animated things on the face of the planet. Many women would take the description of all you can grab as a compliment. Hi, Sean.
what about your ovipositor? I didn't even know you had one. Oh. Sounds like it would have been a rough surgery. Hey, as long as you think it was worth it. Oh, but there was a mix-up. Hmm. I feel like I feel like it, it would just be like really bad kidney stones, you know? Well, I'm always here to to help you through it, man. <laughs>